Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at nortonsimon.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Water and Power. Every individual's actions matter in preserving resources. Join the ripple effect to build a more resilient water future. Learn more about water programs, workshops, and ways to save at pwpweb.com slash the ripple effect. It's AirTalk here on LAist 89.3 and live streaming on Instagram at LAist Official. Let's take a walk down memory lane. When we were younger, so much younger than today, our skin was smooth and taut. We didn't groan when getting up from chairs. We were too young to take on meaningful employment. Yeah, we had to go to school. But when that bell rang at the end of the day, it was almost as if the Liberty Bell herself was singing, come out, play, live, and oh, the places we would go. Maybe it was a park or maybe a mall. For high school me growing up in Rancho Cucamonga, shout out Rancho, it was the parking lot outside of Corky's restaurant just off of Haven. Nothing fancy, just a place where we could gather with friends to talk, play, goof around. So these are called third spaces. Sad fact though, many adults don't have one now. And young people, most of them are trading FaceTime for screen time. Now it has been a rough few years for third places. The pandemic hit our social lives hard. We know this. So the question here is, where are young people gathering, if at all? And what tips can we maybe take to help bring some balance to our social lives? Now, we're going to talk about that in just a minute, but I want to know from you. When you were younger, where did you hang out? What was your third space and why? We also want to know maybe if you have a third space now, special in your life as an adult. I'd like to hear about that too, but specifically, just to start off, if you're a person who's thinking back on your younger days and just all the fun that you used to have at this one spot, give us a call, 866-893-5722 is the number, 866-893-5722. There's also AT comments at laist.com. Just be sure to include your location and first name. Well, joining us to discuss Third Spaces is Renee Yassine. She writes the Washington Post's post-grad column. That's a weekly series dedicated to the experience of recent graduates and early career professionals. Renee, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Also with us, Jean Twangy, professor of psychology at San Diego State University and author of Generations, The Real Differences Between Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, Boomers, and Silence, and what they mean for America's future. Jean, thank you so much for coming on. You're very welcome. Renee, to start us off, you started your own Third Spaces project. You wrote about it in a series of columns. To, to help us frame this conversation, what were you observing about your life and those of your peers that led you to look into this topic? Sure, yeah. So I had just graduated from college in 2022 um, and I had spent, you know, the first year post-grad, um, you know, honestly pretty lonely. I had stayed in my hometown for work and um, most of my friends had moved away by that point. And so I was really, you know, actively looking for places and opportunities that would feel like that second home, that third place um, for social life, for fun, exchanging ideas, that kind of thing. Um, 
and you know it really started as like an experimental thing with the column of um what would it actually look like uh you know to go out and test how difficult it is to actually find these places um and and show people um you know that they're not alone in in having difficulty finding third spaces in their communities when they move to a new city after college or stay in their hometown now i know we talk a lot about we say in air quotes here young people uh on radio and often we don't actually ask them what's happening on the ground actually in their lives but do you think that technology is inhibiting people's embrace of real life third spaces i think so um and i I would say it's not just you know having technology the presence of smartphones in our hands um it's it's really like you know the habits that we developed uh, as a result of having that technology so easily accessible to us um, that leads our sort of social muscles to kind of atrophy over time. You know, mm. we put our headphones in, in public. We are, our eyes are not, you know, making eye contact with other people. Our eyes are on our phones. So we just become slightly, you know, out of practice in socializing when we get so used to having tech on us all the time. Talking right now with Renee Yassin, writer for the Washington Post's post-grad column. And of course, I wanted to hear from you. When you were younger, where did you hang out? What was your third space and why? We also want to know if you have a third space now that's really special in your life. 866-893-5722 is the number. 866-893-5722. Deanna is calling us from Rancho Cucamonga. Deanna, where was your third space? Um, Austin, I wanted to say when you said your third space was the Corky's on Haven, I was literally driving past that. <laughs> that was really funny. Amazing. And then as a um, Inland Empire millennial, I love hanging out at the Montclair Plaza food court oh. and the Victoria Gardens food court. And now as a young mom, I take those my kids to those places for us to meet other young parents. Oh, that's so wonderful that it stayed with you as you've grown up and you've gone through the different stages in life. We also used to, just growing up in Rancho, go to Victoria Gardens. I think specifically it was to talk to girls, but uh, it's so (laughs) nice to hear that you can find a use for it, you know, after the age of 15 or so. Uh, That's Deanna in Rancho Cucamonga. Deanna, thank you so much for sharing. 866-893-5722 if there is a third space uh, that you uh, grew up with that you would like to shout out that you have a lot of pleasant memories from. Now, I want to bring up some breaking news for you. The Los Angeles Chargers have fired head coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco following last night's embarrassing loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we're watching that story for you here in the LAS newsroom, but I wanted to raise that breaking news as we continue. Gene Twangy, professor of psychology at San Diego State University. When did we start to see the decline of the third space? Well, um, I think the most interesting trends are just when we started to see overall the decline in teens and young adults spending a lot of time with each other in person, whether that's a third space or at each other's homes. Um, And we have great data on that from Mm. time use surveys. And there was a decline starting around 2000, but it was pretty gradual until about the early 2010s when the smartphone became ascendant and social media became much more popular. And at that point, 
point, there was just an enormous decline mm. in the amount of time that uh, young people spent with each other, whether that's going to the mall or driving around in a car or just hanging out with each other. So did virtual hangouts, and when you say it, it sounds so obvious because I think about what happened to our social life, and granted, I was coming of age as technology was, uh, you know, it was, it was starting to show up in everybody's lives, but it just wasn't as advanced yet. You know, we were playing Snake on our uh, Razor phones. We weren't quite at the stage where, you know, we're swiping videos endlessly online, but do virtual hangouts... Uh, did they in any way replace social hangouts or in real life hangouts, but specifically, did they replace the social benefits or are we not getting those benefits from those? Yeah, I think that's exactly what, what happened. So, uh, what Renee was saying is, is really captures it, that it's a habit or it's a social norm and the social norm and habits have shifted that it's not as much the norm anymore to hang out with your friends in person those online strategies for communicating um, have really won out. But the question is, does that matter? Because a lot of people have made this argument. Oh, you know, young people are just um, communicating with each other, hanging out with each other online. So hmm. that's what teens have always done. They're just doing it in a different way. Well, one way to answer that question is, does it matter for mental health and happiness? And it does because people have spent and more time online are less happy and more likely to be depressed. And those who spend more time with each other in person, it's the opposite. They're happier they're, and um, less likely to be depressed. I know this goes back a very long way, but I recall there was a real push in the 80s, 90s. Teens wanted their own phone in their own room or something like that. I don't know if there's a data on this, but is there a value to hearing the voice of a person does that at all add to the your mental well-being uh maybe allow your brain to feel as though you're still getting some sort of social experience anything that's in real time whether that's a, a phone call or you know zoom or facetime is going to be a little bit uh more productive uh for happiness than say social media where it's more performative it's more for a group, it's not in real time. Um, and sure enough, you know, hours spent on video chat is mm. much more weakly linked to unhappiness than say hours spent on social media. 866-893-5722 is our number. If you would like to share a childhood third space, a place where you just hang out with your friends and get away from it all, that has a lot of uh, meaning to you. 866-893-5722 is our number. Jennifer is calling us from Santa Monica. Jennifer, what was your space? Hi. Um, I grew up in Toronto in the mid-'80s, and my friends and I would walk from, like along a big commercial street, kind of like Ventura Boulevard, and mm. we'd just walk from the top of it all the way down to the bottom, shopping, snacking, talking, and we'd just walk up and down. It would take us like a couple of hours, and it was just the thing we did. How often would you do this? At least once a week, I think. We would definitely meet up on weekends or we'd meet up after school sometimes. And it was just how we connected. Oh, that's wonderful. Was this the sort of thing that you would just look forward to? Like, I can't wait for this walk time. I got to talk to my friend about, you know, this boy or this life event that's happening. 
Yeah, especially because we stopped going to the same school together. So mm. it was just a really nice thing we did and a way to, the minute you asked, did anybody have a third space? That was the first thing I thought of. It was that and cafes and um, just always gathering in person, which I see my son who's 16. He doesn't always have that as much. And that's Jennifer in Santa Monica. Jennifer, thank you so much. And Jennifer brings up such an important point um, that when you're young and you don't have a car, uh, especially before the internet was super popular, uh, if your friend went to another school, you almost lost, almost surely lost that friend. Um, so the beauty of that third space, and I'm sure they show up in other people's lives as well, the beauty of that third space is you actually can still retain that friendship. You can still um, enjoy that person's company. Uh, and not have to deal with factors that are often so outside of our control when we're young. 866-893-5722 is our number if you have a third space that you would like to share that has special meaning to you. That's a place you maybe went when you were younger, hung out with friends, had food, hung out, goofed around. That's what I want to hear about. 866-893-5722. Also, at comments at laist.com. Chris is calling from Cerritos. Uh, Chris, what have you noticed about the third space adjacent to your life? Um, I've, well, I'm a tennis coach, and um, I've noticed that the, the students that I have in my class, they they use that time for their third space a lot. Mm. Like, this has been going on for, like, years, you know? Um, so they use that as their third space. Um, they, they've developed, like, relationships they've met you know friends for you know for a lifetime through that and then i noticed that they they study all day so when they come when they have time to finally like do their own thing they go to tennis class and they use that as their third space wow that's chris and cerritos chris thank you so much for sharing 866-893-5722 is our number if there's a third space that has a lot of meaning to you. I want to come back to Renee Yassine, who writes for the Washington Post's post-grad column, because, Renee, you've been writing about this, and you kind of went on the journey yourself. You took us along with you. You tried out rock climbing, uh, pottery studio. This is as an effort, as a young adult, fresh out of college, to find uh, connection what were some things that you noticed when you started putting yourself out there, maybe about yourself or about just the nature of relationships? Yeah, I mean, it was really transformative for me um, to make that intention, you know, for six weeks. Um, it was, you know, obviously part of my job, uh, which made it a little easier to have that mm -hmm. kind of discipline and consistency with it. Um, but that honestly, you know, improved the experience for me. Um, is just having that consistency. It's really important to have the the right intentions of like, yes, I'm going to go out into public and I'm going to talk to new people and ask them questions about their lives. Mm. Um, I think I learned, you know, really something about the power of asking questions, asking good questions and actively listening. Um, people love when you ask them questions about themselves. People love to talk about themselves. And it's just really interesting when you can, you know, uh, you know, hear someone's life story in a third space. Mm. Um, so, you know, staying curious is something I really learned during that time. Um, I, I also think uh, I learned a lot about body language and the importance of, you know, projecting the right kind of confidence oh. when you are 
you know, going to a new place alone. Sometimes we can kind of shrink ourselves when we're a little nervous um, right. or we don't make eye contact. We're not used to it. We're used to looking at our phones in every awkward silence. But um, for me, you know, I had to really learn that actually if you can project confidence in your mannerisms and your body language, then it sets the tone and sets other people at ease when you're having those conversations. Um, wow. And then the last thing I learned, um, the last thing I th learned is sort of like, you know, I, I think conditioned from college, um, sometimes we think that the friends that we're going to have in our 20s are going to be other people in their 20s in the same stage of life. And those kinds of friends are really important. But in third spaces, it's it's everybody, you know, it's just your community, whatever that looks like. So you meet people um, from all walks of life. You can have intergenerational friendships. And I think that was really a cool part of the challenge, too. I, I love this part in one of your pieces. You said, unsurprisingly, forcing myself to go to a new place every week has dramatically improved my small talk, body language, conversational skills, uh, particularly when it comes to asking good questions. And I found that so powerful for me. I think that in day-to-day -day life, I tend to lean toward being a bit of an introvert. Uh, and even for a time was tempted to think that, oh, the people who are out there and they can just start small talk and start conversations, they just naturally have some ability uh, that I do not possess. Um, and what I really enjoyed about this, um, and about your take on it, is it kind of reminded us that, well, when you start anything, you're bad at it. Uh, but you get better at it if, if you keep the momentum. And it sounds like you have a pretty good momentum now. I hope so. Um, <laughs> keep it going. Yes, definitely something you can learn. And, and, you know, vice versa, if you don't use it, like you will lose those skills. So um, I, th I think my, my top advice to, you know, recent graduates or really anyone is doing your best to just be consistent and, you know, scheduling your social time into your life. Uh, don't just wait for it to happen to you, you know? Yeah, that's so important. This year, my wife and I have made three new friends, and we're so overjoyed because each time, it's because we kind of just took a leap out there, we just started talking to somebody, and then you realize that you have not yet met all the people who you are going to love in this life, and it's just a wonderful thing. Uh, Christian is calling us from La Crescenta. Christian, what's your third space? Hey, how are you this morning? Um, I wanted to talk about, like, I'm a kid from the 80s, so I think, like, third spaces, third places, they're just so important, and they are kind of gone from our society. So when I was a kid, you know, you go to the mall, you would congregate in these places where you came together. There wasn't any talk of religion or politics, mm. and it was just a place to congregate and commune as humans, which we don't do that much anymore. We're the most communal creatures on earth and we don't commune um and in oddly enough in the last couple of years i started playing pickleball which a lot of people have played oh, yeah, but uh great. and so many people are you know attracted to the game and love the game but i found that the thing that people are actually loving the most about it is the communal aspect they actually they found a new third place in the game and they find all these new friends across different every you know every cross section of humanity is there playing and could be someone who's 80 years old who's got an entirely different life than yours or it could be someone who's 10 years old who's just starting theirs mm. and uh it's been kind of amazing to to meet people through you know a recreational game um 
That's Christian Lockerson. Christian, I think we got to get to one more person before we run out of time on this conversation. But I really appreciate you pointing out pickleball becoming the third space for you as an adult. Pickleball, and what stood out to me also is that it gives you access to people who are outside of your age group. That's something that we don't often think about, but meeting younger people, it just kind of keeps our perspectives uh, growing and ever-changing. Sandy is calling us from Mar Vista. Sandy, what was your third space? Hi. Well, I, I grew up in the late 50s and early 60s, and we used to hang out. This is in Brooklyn, New York. We used to hang out in front of a friend's fourplex that she lived in. About 30 or 40 of us would get together every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. We would all walk over there. It was about 10 blocks from my house. Um, and uh, it was great. Uh, I went on to a different high school than most of them with my brother, who's a year older. So the boys were a year older than the girls. Um, <laughs> But we still continue to hang out with the same group of people. So it was really great that we got to stay together like that. That sounds wonderful. That's Sandy and Mar Vista. Andrew emailed us and said, I grew up in SoCal, and me and 10 friends grew up at the skate park. I didn't realize how unique of an experience it would be until I was older. We'd spend five to eight hours unsupervised skating, hanging out in person. It was also safe and exposed us to all sorts of interesting and different people, different ages, schools, backgrounds, et cetera. That's Andrew emailing us. Gene Twangy, before we let you go, can you just give us our commissioning? As we go out there in the world, we try to find new relationships, new third spaces. Is there any one thing that you've learned from your research that might help us along the way? Well, it, it's not my research, but it's really fascinating. There's some social psych recent studies finding that when you do these types of things of making conversation with uh, someone you don't know, uh, even if it's just small talk, even if it's just giving someone a compliment, most people think that it's not going to be very enjoyable, that it's going to be awkward, that the other person isn't really going to appreciate that. And it turns out not to be true. Other people really like that. Hmm. Um, they really get something out of it. And the once they have those experiences, people realize, you know, that really helped my mood. Um, I really got something out of that. And people do appreciate those those compliments and things that, that you say much more than you might think. So I think that's a great lesson for maybe not being so afraid to um, talk to people in these third spaces and elsewhere that we and they will get more out of it than you might think. I love it. That's Gene Twangy, author of Gener Generations, The Real Differences Between Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, Boomers, and Silence, and What They Mean for America's Future. We also heard from Renee Yassine, author of the Washington Post's postgrad column. My thanks to you both for coming on. When we come back, it is a food Friday. We're doing boba today. I am so excited. One of our producers brought it up at the meeting. I was like, yes, yes, we simply must. We're live streaming right now on Instagram at LAS Official. There are different types of boba. I was yesterday years old when I learned that. We're going to try some of those when we come back in 90 seconds. Stick around. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. 